Warning, the following episode depicts scenes of simulated role-play violence intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. into the night with Draeger slung over her shoulder. Behind her, the gang recoils at the bomb she just threw in through the doorway. She rounds a corner and sees a parking lot with vehicles haphazardly organized around the entrance of the building. Which car is yours? And are you in any condition to drive? Yeah, I can drive. I can drive. Mine's that silver Americar over there with all the rust in the around the tires. All right, you drive and I'll help you steer. I like shotgun. Gregor uh, unlocks the car from his comlink. Hez throws him in the driver's seat. Jet gets in the back while Kurt collapses in the front seat. I get in the back seat. Place my arms around Draeger, steadying him and controlling the wheel. We gotta go. We gotta get the frag out of here. Uh, I've never been a, I've never been a marionette before. This, it's kind of weird. All right, eyes forward. Let's get out of here. Ugh, where are my keys? Where are my keys? Where are my keys? I can't find my keys, guys. This is... This is bad. This is really bad. I think they're getting close, guys. Yeah, just give me... Give me a second. The gang has spilled out into the cold night from the front and rear of the building, pointing and shouting at Draeger's car. Are you... Are you sure you can drive, Draeger? It was a... Which pop? Oh, I hate magic. So much. The gang has started to approach Draeger's vehicle, weapons drawn. A few of them have begun circling the car, slowly spiraling closer to within arm's reach. One gang member starts to reach for a door handle with his gun trained on the passenger side's tinted window. Oh. All right, all right, here we are. Let's go, let's go, let's go. All right, everyone, it's going to be a bumpy ride. The car accelerates, kicking up dust into the confused gang members' faces. I think we're free and clear. I don't see anyone. We got we got a chance to breathe at least. Keep your eyes on the road and concentrate. It could have gone better. Could have gone worse. The engine strains, its weight dangerously close to the limit. Draeger is bleeding into the driver's seat while Kurt struggles to maintain consciousness. The stim patch is beginning to wear off. What's that behind us? Headlights appear in the rear view mirrors. Oh, they're coming. They're coming. They're mad. Who's in any shape to shoot? I've got a pistol, but I can't really see straight. I gotta keep my eyes on the road, guys. I'm not that good with a gun, but I might be able to help you guys from bleeding out. Jet, I think you're gonna have to switch gears and try and shoot anyway. All right. Jet draws her pistol, rolls down the window, and leans out, looking behind her. There's a motorcycle and a sedan closing the distance, and a truck much farther off. The bumpy road jostles Jet's outstretched arm. I fire my pistol at the sedan. As the sedan returns fire, it begins drifting to the side of the road. 
realizing what's happening, the driver tries to jerk the wheel to compensate, but ends up fishtailing off the side of the road. The car smashes into a tree. Two gang members fly out through the windshield and violently roll like ragdolls into the darkness. The motorcycle swerves into the woods to avoid the sedan's wreckage, then swerves back onto the road. In the distance, the truck comes to a stop behind the wreckage, only the motorcycle continues its pursuit. The bike steadies and the driver squeezes off a few rounds at Drager's car. Jeff, Kirk, see what you can do about returning some of that fire. I stare at the flashing lights in the rearview mirror. Focusing on firing his weapon, the intoxicated driver hits a bump in the dusty road. He overcompensates and takes a sharp turn into the woods, driving over some large tree roots that propel him into the air. A low-hanging branch clotheslines the driver in the head. The cycle hits a tree and explodes, briefly lighting up the forest with an orange hue. What was that commotion there, guys? What's going on? The lights went off and I saw some people flying. I check right rear view and see the lights recede. We lost. Okay, where are we headed now? Should we go check out the bomb? I don't think it's a good idea to head back there. If we could stop me bleeding, that'd be great. I second that, with the but not bleeding. I have a decent med kit. If we can get somewhere quieter, I'll be able to treat those wounds and get you stabilized. But I'll need supplies when I'm done. Let's head to a stuffer shack. You can work on them, and I'll run in for supplies. You heard the food there is delicious. You heard wrong. The borders of Kurt's vision begin closing in. His stim patch has expired. Hey guys, before you, before I go, can you just tell Jed to stop that magical dreck on me? Kurt slumps in the front seat and passes out. Dreger inputs the location of a downtown stuffer shack, engages the autopilot, leans back and closes his eyes. The car slows down to a safe speed and drives autonomously towards its destination. The vehicle parks itself in an alley across the street from an expansive, well-lit stuffer shack parking lot. It's the largest stuffer shack in all of San Francisco, one of the few referred to as a super stuffer shack. I wedge myself out of the vehicle and head over to the stuffer shack. The edges of the building pulse with red and purple lights, in sync with the many brightly lit advertisements in the windows. Hez walks in through the automatic doors and sees an army of gang members, all wearing black and yellow jackets. They raise their weapons and aim at Hez. Drek. They open fire and reduce her to a bloody pile on the floor and walls. Kurt then awakens from his stimpatch-induced fever dream. Hez. Hez. Uh... Did you get enough med kit to heal yourself? What are you talking about, Kurt? Uh, oh, where, what, where are we? This has got to stop happening, man. Are you all right? Uh, huh? Where are we? We're in an alley. I'm going to go in for some supplies in the stuffer shack. How are you feeling? Okay, just watch out for gang members. I think we took care of them back there. Okay. Okay, whew. We're out of the... We're out of the woods, you guys. Gotcha. 
Uh, give me something good to eat. Oh, that shadow running made me hungry. I'm just gonna stay in the car, if that's cool with everybody. What can I get you? Soy burger good? Yeah, I, it's something something else. Soy, I'd like to expand my horizons. I'll try to find you something. Thanks. I'll need to replenish this med kit when I'm done here, and I'll need some more stim patches. Dreger, I need you to lie down in the back seat so I can treat your wounds. I'll head in. I'll get your supplies. I slouch over in the front seat. I slide my way into the back of the vehicle. Ah! Hez approaches the stuffer shack and walks through the automatic doors. Welcome to stuffer shack. Can I help you find anything? I think I'm good, thanks. I head over to where I can find the medical supplies. I find the stim patches. I pick out a variety. Two low rating, two rating three, and two rating six. I think that should cover our needs. I walk up to the register, hand my purchases to the attendant. Wow, I wouldn't want to be on the receiving end of all this stuff. Okay, that'll be 800 new yen. I slide over my cred stick, realizing at that moment that I have nothing on it. I'm sorry, your cred stick has insufficient funds. The attendant gives Hez her cred stick. Would you like to apply for a microloan? Only 50% APR for a limited time only. Hez leaves the supplies with the attendant and makes her way to the exit. I return to the vehicle, seeing my chummer sprawled out on the street and in the car. I, uh, seem to be low on cred. Anyone got some new yen? I got, I got a, a couple hundred I can give you. I take Draeger's cred stick and head back inside. Hez approaches the attendant. You're back. All set. Sorry about that. Are you going for the microloan? The APR has dropped to only 45% for limited time only. Oh, I see you have a different cred stick. The attendant slots the cred stick and the transaction completes successfully. Okay, you're all set. Thank you. Thanks. I leave the stuffer shack and head back to the team. Hez sees that Jet has begun performing first aid on Drager in the back seat. Here are the supplies. Anything I can do to help? Uh, you get some... some food? Oh, yeah. All right. I head back into the stuffer shack. I stopped the bleeding and sutured your wounds. But you're going to need a bit of recovery time before you're back at 100%. Alright. You're not going to use any magic on him, are you? I hate magic. No, I don't know how to heal wounds with magic. That's good. This would probably kill him anyway. I'd rather lean on time to heal me. Hez wanders the brightly lit aisles of the Super Stuffer Shack. I look around for something to get for Kurt to eat. I pick out some candy bars, and I see a restaurant. I go up to the counter. Hey, let me get a double whammy soy burger and a... Let's get extra grande fries. Uh, would you like some pattern on them for us? Sure, why not? Mm. Yeah, that'll be, um, 15 new yen. Yeah. One moment. 
There you go. Have a fantastic day. You too, Chummer. I walk back to the vehicle, hopefully for the last time, and hand curt the items. I hope this'll do. Oh, thank you. I rip open the box lunch, and I just tear into the burger. That's really, that's really good. Okay, Draker, I've done all I can do for you. Kurt, can you recline your chair? Yes. Jet walks around the side of the car as Kurt tries to push back on his seat. After a few tries, he gives up. Yeah. Um, I don't know how to do that. Jet leans halfway inside the car over Kurt and reaches down to the side of the seat. Hey, what are, what are you doing? Relax. I'm just leaning the seat back because you don't know how. Fair enough. Jet raises the lever and the seat falls backwards. Duh. Sorry about that. I don't have a good angle here. Uh. I'm going to have to push the seat back and lean over you. Jet reaches to another area under the seat and slides it backwards. Oh. Hey, bleeding back here. It's, it's all her. I'm not doing it. Thanks. Thanks, team. Jet lays the med kit on the center console, leaning closely over Kurt. She begins attaching patches and electrodes to various places on Kurt's body. I keep an eye out, watching the alley for anyone that might be suspicious of what we're doing. I grab another candy bar. Wow. That feels a lot better. You're welcome. Any of you guys got a place to stay, or are we just going to be sleeping in this car till morning? That's pretty much my life, anyway. I think about taking them back to my home, but quickly decide against it. I don't want to bring this trouble back there. Can we go back to the black jug? How do you feel about driving, Draeger? Well, I'm, I'm a little better, but... Uh, yeah. How far is it? Is it not, is it far? You guys go back to the Black Jug. I'm gonna stay out here and find my own place. Besides, there's just not enough room in that car for two badly wounded men. And a troll. Makes perfect sense. How do we get a hold of you if we need you? Call me on my comm link. We'll try to meet up tomorrow at the Black Jug. Got it. See you then. Bye. Bye. Jet walks off into the darkness. I wedge myself into the car, careful not to hurt Kurt too much. I slide my seat back, put the car into autopilot, and head over to the black jug. The car begins to pull itself out of the dark alley and onto the street, safely making its way to the black jug. Gregor's car parks between two buildings across the street from the black jug. Alright, we're here. What's the plan for you two? This is my car and my wounds. I'm going to sleep it off until morning. Hey, Drager, you got room for one more? Yeah, sure. Yeah, pull up a seat. I don't know how to do that. Oh, you'll figure it out. You got all night. Just relax, man. We'll, we'll sit here and bleed together. It'll be fine. I fumbled around looking for the button to lay my seat back. Well, enjoy your accommodations, boys. I'll see you tomorrow. Where are you going, Hez? Oh, okay. I head back to the library, grateful to be alive. An exhausted Kurt and Drager fall into a deep sleep. Game Mastering and Narration by Paul Greenleaf. Drager is played by Marcus Freeman. 
Jatangeline is played by Mackenzie Paulus. Kurt is played by Chris Tommaso. Hess is played by Torvald Tempestus. Additional voices by Chris D. Maria Ridgeway. Chris Tommaso. Arrangement by Marcus Freeman and Paul Greenleaf. Editing, original music, and production by Paul Greenleaf. For more story, character details, production notes, and how to support Sonic Realms, please visit sonicrealmspodcast.com. To learn more about the world of Shadowrun, visit shadowrun.com and shadowruntabletop.com. The Tops Company, Inc. has sole ownership of the names, logo, artwork, marks, photographs, sounds, audio, video, and or any proprietary material used in connection with the game Shadowrun. The Tops Company, Inc. has granted permission to Sonic Realms to use such names, logos, artwork, marks, and or any proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with Sonic Realms in any official capacity whatsoever. All other works mentioned in the podcast are the property of their respective owners. Original content of the Sonic Realms podcast is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution 3.0 unported and share-like license. If you use any part of the show, please credit Sonic Realms. And hey, thanks for listening. Oh, you know, just put that review in the corner or whatever. It's cool.